0: Awakened Reality Podcast, JFK Assassination. We took like a 20-second break, just so you know. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take my first sip of the Von trap Helles.
1: And I'll take my last sip,
0: Steve. Hellas. I'm sorry. Should I have... Do you want me to pause again so you can go get another one?
1: It's better than Corona Light. Mm. Corona Light is, is almost like when you're thirsty and you don't want water, that's what you drink. <laughs> I mean, right?
0: I mean, you're allowed to drink that at work, even, because it's so... <laughs> so
1: um, <laughs> fun out. well i want to work there imagine you know <laughs> Woo! you know but yeah it, it's it's a good beer it's not mm-hmm. as easy as uh as some we've had
0: That's easy what do you mean by easy easy
1: meaning easy to drink i mean you know okay. this this isn't gonna you know i mean i could drink probably five or six coronas uh-huh. and get a little bit of a buzz but you know this would be a little bit easier maybe two or th- three or four
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. After the stout, this tastes yeah. like like beer again. That tasted like kind of not alcoholic. Beer.
1: Remember now, don't doubt the stout. Mm-hmm. We've said this before.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna
1: uh, marketing phrase. If you steal it, I swear to God, I'm gonna get the CIA to come to your house. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 who knows? But anyway,
0: because I'm sure you know the thousands of marketing people who have <laughs> been involved in beer <laughs> marketing beer over the past hundred years. Well, you, you tell me. Okay,
1: look, look, you freak. Look. <laughs> You find me a commercial mm-hmm. that says anything about Don't Doubt the Stout, mm-hmm. I challenge you. Yep, I will same. pay you $25 of my own money. You ready for this? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Twenty. The first person that finds me a legit commercial, and I don't care it where says, it don't is. Don't
0: Doubt the Stout. Don't
1: Doubt the Stout. It and can even
0: be in a foreign language.
1: No! No, bullshit. No, I got to play the Federal Reserve on this. Okay. There cannot be any... This has got to be something in the United States, because I'm not, okay. I'm not promoting overseas. So, I, I will know if it is not a regular commercial. So, trust me when I tell you. Find me something that says, Don't Doubt the Stout.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Find it. Steve, you heard me.
0: Yep, I heard you. I
1: will send you via PayPal or Patreon or whatever the hell you want. I will send you 25 bucks. Prove me wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Anyway, go ahead.
0: So you have no idea whether that actually is out there.
1: Oh, I know it's not (laughs) out there. uh, Look, I mean, you know, the biggest thing in the world is to to believe you're right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you show me it's right, I'm going to be like, dude, that's awesome. Good for you. And if you prove us wrong, we will mention you and put a picture up. It, yeah. On our next on our next podcast, to say, yep, Bill was wrong.
0: But send a good picture.
1: Maybe we'll have like maybe we'll have like a, a, whole, a whole different section of this. that says who so say Bill the, wrong.
0: You got to say the first person though, because what if like what if what if that that's oh it, there, no, it's the first and there's person. like a thousand people oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna owe twenty thousand no, no, no. bucks.
1: The first person and the only first person. Okay, okay. so and, and there funny. will be a timestamp on your email. So yeah. trust me when I tell you, look, keep okay. your own you know timestamps. You know da da da. If you can show me something that says don't doubt the stout then I will pay you 25 bucks mm-hmm. all right but if you didn't then I claim this right now or no sorry I, I claimed the episode before and the date of yep. that episode. Mm-hmm. I claim that as my copyright and my
0: I'm gonna edit the video so it makes it look like I said it. You... there is um, a theory about the JFK assassination. Many JFK researchers believe that the Fed, the Federal Reserve, or um, bankers associated with or behind the Fed, kind of the people behind the Fed, yeah. may have been involved with the JFK assassination. They believe that the Fed had reason to be upset with, the J- with JFK, um, similar to the way, like, the mafia, the CIA, et cetera, now were we upset. About another, um, yeah. So they, they think they had kind of a bone to pick with JFK. And they think this because of really two reasons, two things that they put forward. One is, is that they say that the system for producing money in the United States that's been in place since the creation of the Fed in 1913 is for the Fed to create new money and for the government to borrow the money at in interest.
1: Hey, did I say that?
0: You did say that. They argue that this is essentially a scam. That there's no reason that the government couldn't create m- the money itself, and actually, the Constitution explicitly states that it can. Oh, it's in the Constitution saying that the government has the right to to produce and print money. Okay, go ahead, but
1: then I have some commentary. Go okay. ahead.
0: Yep, and they and the claim is that the cost of the interest that the government pays on the money that it borrows from the Fed ultimately gets passed on to the taxpayers and so what they're saying is, is that the revenue that is made from the interest on this quote-unquote made-up money goes to line the pockets of the elite banking class
1: that can't be steve that can't be so that's the claim how can that be how can that be so we'll talk
0: about that claim as we move well I mean,
1: forward. I mean you know but then listen
0: now, to the whole listen to the whole uh, episode
1: so, go ahead. Well, go I mean, ahead. you said you have well, some comments me, yeah, you wanted yeah, to... Because this
0: is we give this, you want to give this theory full play yeah, right here.
1: let me ask you a question, Steve. Yes. Give me a yes or no answer to the questions I'm going to present to you.
0: Okay, you want me to do that within the context of this? Yes. Of, yes. This, of this theory or what right. I actually think? Right. Which of the two do you want me to say it in, the, in the context in of... In
1: context the theory, of the theory of what you read in an option and number one under what you just said.
0: Okay, so not what I personally think. No. Okay, yes.
1: Is there a reason why the government can't create their own money for itself and not charge itself interest and pass it on to the taxpayers? There is no
0: reason why the government can't okay. print its own currency. Very
1: good. Very good. Very good. Very good, Mr. Schiff. Okay. Now I have another question. Yes. <laughs> another question.
0: <laughs> that can't just kill me. Is it? Okay.
1: What you're saying is, is that if we decided that we wanted to print our own money, hmm and screw the the Federal Reserve, we would save the interest that is passed on to the taxpayer and make it basically, in an overreaching kind of way, better in the long run.
0: According to this theory, according to the, this um, theory about JFK and about the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve... The answer to that would be yes.
1: Okay, okay. All right. So, and it would be also a lesser of a financial burden on the taxpayer. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like big
0: business, isn't it, Steve? According to this theory, what you're saying is correct. Yeah. Like, ultimately, what I think... Ultimately, I think it's more complicated than that.
1: Well, I mean, let's let's break it down to to a layman's term, right? I mean, let, let, let keep all of the extraneous fluff kind of out of it, right? I mean, if you're if you're making money out of thin air mm-hmm. and you're charging interest on something you've never earned.
0: See, I'm trying not to jump to the rebuttal.
1: Right, tell me that's wrong. I'm sorry, Steve, but I'm going to set it up before you go to the rebuttal. Okay. Right? Yeah. We, the people, are turning around and saying, how dare anyone Now, I'm not saying I'm one way or the other. I'm just looking at one side right now.
0: So I kind of feel like I'm doing a disservice by not offering up the rebuttal. Okay, rebuttal away. Well, but I want to lay out this full argument. Okay, okay. Okay. So let's just let that stew. Let that stew for now. Okay. Um, Now, the other claim in this um, theory or this argument is that JFK was fighting against the Federal Reserve. Near the end of his presidency. And we're not
1: going to get into that because it's a big loophole, it's a big rabbit hole, right? I mean, there's a lot of. of
0: we're going to get into that. But not, I have notes on this. Okay, but it's a not going
1: to, I don't think it's going to be like. Well, but anyway, go ahead, go ahead. So, I, I, I,
0: and this actually was, this, this claim was really first laid out or most famously laid out in a book that I read, a fantastic book called um, Crossfire by Jim Mars. <laughs> now, this is a person, I'll say, um, who I don't necessarily agree with politically. Yeah, he's a good guy. Especially, like, in terms of his later political opinions. I I have very different political opinions from this guy. And I would even say that when you read the book, you can't trust everything he says at face value. Like, because I think he gets a lot of stuff wrong. So, I mean, it seems like I've just criticized him considerably. I don't agree with him politically. He gets a lot of stuff wrong in his book. But that being said, that... Even with that, I think it's an extremely important book to read. Mm -hmm. You just have to read like everything else. You have to read it critically. Mm -hmm. You can't read it just assuming everything he says is gospel, that everything he says is true. There's not
1: one book out there, bro. There's not one book out there. There's not one video out there that's going to have 100% truth in it. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. Conjecture and speculation. And people are human. They can make mistakes. Plus, I mean, you know, the sad part about it, you know, folks, for me anyway, Mm -hmm. is you've got. You've got experts on both sides. You, you, if, if there's people that are like so scientifically inclined to make decisions based on, mm-hmm. and if, if you're trying to tell me that your opinions aren't based on your perception of reality, based on your experiences in life and the societal factors about how you grew up, mm-hmm. then you're not going to say to me that, you know, I'm not going to believe you if you tell me I'm wrong because your side said that's what the science is. Mm-hmm. because I can tell you that there's another science on the other side that's going to say something completely valid mm-hmm. about the same issue, and, and you're never going to get the right answer. So if you ever argue online, remember one thing. You don't know the real truth, bro. You don't. You don't. And, 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 and the guy I spoke to online knows who I'm talking about. I read,
0: I read that string, I, I actually wanted to talk about that a little bit at some point. You know, maybe now's the time to talk about it. You know, the
1: bottom line is the bottom line is I don't care what you say, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, or how smart you think you are, or how clever you think you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know anything. You have a perception. Mm-hmm. You have a perception. Is the Earth flat? Well, you know, before science came in and said the Earth was flat. Or around, it was flat. It was flat based on what everybody believed was the science of the day. Mm -hmm. Science came around and decided to change that. But what about everything else? You know, what about these... uh, So, you don't know, bro. You just don't. So stop. Don't try to act like you know what you're talking about. Because the bottom line is, if somebody says to you, regardless of what you say, you don't know. Yeah,
0: there was a... Um, a discussion online, which I read, and I just didn't have time to comment on it, um, where somebody was saying that not all opinions are are equal because some opinions are wrong. So the the example he used was the he he said well if some if somebody has an opinion that the earth is flat, that opinion isn't worth isn't worth as much as an opinion saying that the earth is round because. He's saying the earth is round, and so since that's a true opinion, yeah. then and so then that's worth more. And I actually agreed with you in in this discussion. As Bill was making the case, he's saying that, well, all opinions are worthwhile because, because how do you know that you might be wrong about something that you're absolutely sure you're correct on? I mean, maybe we all, I mean, 99.9% of the people believe that the earth is round, right? Yeah. And so maybe we're right about that. But what about the case where... Almost everybody thinks that one thing is correct, Mm -hmm. but they happen to be wrong. You know, what if we accidentally conflate the two? What if we? What if we think that some? What if ninety-nine percent of the people think that something is true and it turns out that it's wrong? If you don't kind of value every opinion, yeah, then you're kind of getting into a difficult situation. And I think what was making this is my opinion. What I think was kind of a problem in what he was saying is that he he wasn't recognizing the difference between an opinion and a belief yeah so like an opinion you could have an opinion about oh you know do you like you know do you like my green Celtics hat yeah you know yes or no that's an opinion mm-hmm. but then there are also like a belief is regarding something is a belief is about something that either is true or false yeah So, if you believe something, like I believe God exists. Okay, well, he either exists or he doesn't. Or he, I shouldn't say he. There's an answer, is what I'm saying, right?
1: There's an answer to that.
0: There's an answer to it. (laughs) And (laughs) so, you're right. A belief is either going to be true or false. An opinion is either going to be, you know... And I think the
1: key is you really can't dictate to anybody mm -hmm. something that you really can't prove one way or the other. I mean, science, science can prove a lot. Mm-hmm. God created the earth. Well, did he? Mm-hmm. Because there's a science on the other side that says that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of proof mm-hmm. where that's concerned. And that's just one mm-hmm. little thing. You know, so, again, you, know, you get into this whole thing. We can talk about this for as long as we want to. Yeah, right? I mean, this
0: is almost like an episode all by itself. You know. Yeah, oh, you know, you're right, yeah. The other thing I was thinking about, not to continue the tangent, but sure. I was thinking that... <clears throat> Uh, whenever there's like an argument, I always think about, you know, when when it's an argument like a philosophical discussion because I I study quite a bit of philosophy, so I, I think about this a lot. But, He's very
1: good at it, by the um, way.
0: But I think that a lot of times when there are disagreements in in in, in philosophical discussions, it's because when people are are utilizing a word in yeah. the argument, <laughs> it's not clear what that word means. Yeah. Yeah. And so when when Bill says, okay, I think that that we should afford each belief or opinion the same worth, what's the meaning of the word worth yeah. Yeah. In, in that sentence? Mm-hmm. So you could say, okay, well, in the argument that this other person was saying, they were saying like, well, okay, well, a true belief is worth more than a false belief. Because he said, <laughs> inherently, he's saying, well, be, the fact that it's true... <laughs> makes it worth more, but what I was thinking was that that's not really what bill was saying because no. bill is not saying like you know is this belief worth more because it's true or it's false mm. he's simply saying that in the way that we um in the way that we interact with people mm. in the way that we respond or communicate. Res- or communicate yeah. or or afford respect to other people mm. do we do we kind of assign the same worth in that regard to other people's opinions? And
1: what a great, what a great, um, what a great example of practicing empathy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, right? And, and I think that's what we we as as a, a race, and again, you know, waxing philosoph- species, philosophical it, is, is yeah, it, species is just. You know, we, we lose that right. And 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 look, Steve, you were the first one to say, mm-hmm. not even a year ago. I wasn't the same guy regarding this, right? Steve here wrote one thing to me that (laughs) just blew my mind and was like, holy shit. Probably
0: just because it was so long. (laughs)
1: Well, no, no. It's not really that. I mean, it had to be because honestly, Mm -hmm. if it wasn't, I wouldn't have really gotten to it. Mm. Which proves, I'll pat myself on the back, that I I think critically and I'm open-minded. Yeah. The bottom line is people, that's why I
0: wrote it. Right. So I knew you would actually.
1: And and people can change, right? So the bottom line is, I was a prick to people. I went out of my way to be condescending, trying to be clever, trying to act like I knew better. Well, we all do that. But do but that but too. the bottom line is, man, it, it it's about your delivery, right? Mm-hmm. It's about your delivery, and and you saw from this post, there were a couple people that actually jumped right along on the side with me, not just letting the whole thing go. Yeah, yeah. You know, there were a couple of people who were just like, hey, I'm having fun here. I don't know about you. We just all started having a good time. And see, Oh,
0: even at the end of the post that right. we talking about today. Yeah, yes. you right. So it well, was good to see that. The yeah. people you were arguing with, yeah. you know, like, they didn't take it personally. No. You didn't take it personally. No. You kind of had a difference of opinion. Yeah. And then you said, but we're still human beings. We're going to get along with each other. That and was it, really good. Yeah,
1: and and, and and it's not like you go about and say that because you're going to have people turn around and say, oh, you're going to stick your head in the sand and we wear your rose-colored glasses and think everything's perfect." You don't go about it like that, oh, yeah. you know. It's, it's, it's all about really caring enough about people to believe that their opinions mean something to them mm-hmm. and knowing that everybody, and we'll get back to this because we are partly spiritual in this whole thing that we're doing right now while mm-hmm. we haven't gotten into it too much yet, yeah, yeah. the bottom line is everybody has validity. Mm-hmm. Everybody is perfect. Everybody has always been perfect. The only reason we think that we're not is because of what we see and what we are learned and what we are shown by society so you know unless you believe that you're always going to get angry about what you believe about you're always going to be passionate in the wrong way and take it from a guy who has always been that way mm-hmm. who decided that now it's not the really smartest thing to do because there's more important things and everybody on this earth is here for a reason they have their own journey to go on mm-hmm. you know and, and it's it's not about the, none of this is it matters because it's all about ego ego E-G-O. It's the biggest thing you'll ever learn in your life. So, yeah, that's the thing. And that's what this whole thing was about. And it's just, you know, you can believe what you want to. And like I said, I can believe anything about the Fed that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, is it right or is it wrong? It's about the journey you take to truth that's more important. Yeah, and the other thing is is that I think it's important
0: to recognize that respecting another person's opinion doesn't mean acquiescing no, to it. No, not at all. It doesn't mean, it doesn't even mean respecting the, like, it doesn't mean respecting the opinion itself. You're respecting the person yes. holding the opinion. Well, especially and, and, if you're
1: friends with them. I mean, the bottom line is, yeah. you know, how how much, and I, I ended a post saying something like, and I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, you know, we would have a lot more positive relationships and lose a lot less friends on Facebook, real friends on Facebook, due to political divide. If we stop using playground antics to, to insult people... Mm-hmm. And, and, and because honestly, it's kid stuff. I mean, it's really kid stuff, right?
0: I know, but it's hard to stay away from it, right? Because you get frustrated. Yeah, and you sure, get, sure it get is. Get angry. Sure it
1: is. But I mean, it's a but, long day. Right, right, and then like this one person, you know, well, responded well, to me. You know, the one person responded to me. You know, she, she, this person said something about you know all Trump supporters. Where I'm independent, only she didn't know because she didn't know me. She was just responding mm-hmm. yeah. you know and said all Trump supporters want a wall because it's one syllable, they can spell it and, and, and all this stuff. Right. It's mm-hmm. like and so I responded with this whole thing about, you know, it, we really don't have to resort to these kind of things, right? And then yeah. she wrote back to me, she was actually a person who had a brain in her head in my respo- you know, my mm-hmm. respect to say, I have good and bad days. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what she said. Yeah, I, I have guess. I have good and bad days. You know, I get it. But here's why I feel this way, mm-hmm. right? And, and I wrote back to her. You are you are passionate about your beliefs, and I applaud that. And this uh-huh. is what I wrote back to her because it's true.
0: Yeah, and I, I
1: think most people
0: are. I don't think that everybody, um, you know, expresses themselves in the right way, yeah. or, or even takes the right approach. Boy, oh, boy! You know, is but, it all about but the I delivery? Do, but I do think that. You know, I do think that most people have good intentions. Agreed. Um, and That's a good starting
1: point. Agreed. Agreed. And, and 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 it's tough because how do you how do you convince some people of that? And, and you know what? You don't sometimes. Yeah. And you gotta be you gotta be okay with it. Anyway. Okay. So about the Fed. So
0: I mentioned Jim Mars in his book, but I never actually Jimmy. said what he what he said. Um, he made a claim which has been kind of put out there many times since, kind of um, um, reissued was that um, JFK issued an order shortly before his death <laughs> yeah. to have the government itself create $4.3 billion in money rather than having the Fed create the money. Mm-hmm. The thought was that this represented JFK standing up to the Fed, <laughs> um, attempting to end the yeah. Fed's monopoly on yeah. creating money, yeah. and um, and to attempt to stick a fork into the the feds interest subsidy mm-hmm. scam. Yep. That's kind of the high level um, claim. Um, I wrote down kind of a basic description of, um, of of kind of what it means if this claim about the, the fed creating money and lending it to the government, um, you know, if, if that really is a scam, what that would look like. So I'll quickly read through this. Okay. So this is kind of the claim and what it would look like. It says that, well, if the government wants to have $1 billion in circulation to aid, say, to aid commerce within the nation, what they would do is they would go to the Federal Reserve, essentially a private bank, and ask it for a billion (laughs) dollars. The private bank would create the billion dollars from nothing. Just kind of, you know, press a keystroke. Sure. Create the billion dollars. Yep that this private bank, the Federal Reserve, would then um, loan the money at interest to the government. <laughs> the, the government you know would issue a billion dollars into circulation, but then the government also would now owe a billion dollars to the Federal Reserve plus interest. Then the Federal Reserve would <laughs> would um, demand, Payment on that, mm. I'm throwing this around. Mm-hmm. And what would occur would be that the government would be forced to either do two things. Either they would be forced to impose a tax on the American people to collect the cost of the interest,
1: <coughs> or the entire amount.
0: <laughs> or what they would do is they then would borrow more money from the Federal Reserve <laughs> to, pay. <laughs> to pay the interest. So that's the claim. Uh. And the end results, according to this line of thinking, are that the nation is, it, that this results in the nation forever being in debt yep. to the Federal Reserve, that the accumulated debt and interest on the loans from the private bank would continue to grow, that uh, more and more of the labor of the citizens of the, the nation would be spent.
1: Who aren't for- really citizens? I mean, let's be honest, they're, they're corporations.
0: Right. Well, this is talking about the people, yeah, like well, people the, like schmoles like you and I. Yeah,
1: people like us. We are not people. We are not humans. Oh, okay. We are, we are we are corporations. We are we are numbers. We are corporations. We are not human entities to the Federal Reserve uh-huh. or the government. We are we are and and and, and I believe and, and I've learned about this, but bottom line is we are not according to the Fed. We are an asset. We are collateral. Mm-hmm. Okay. We as American human beings are collateral. Mm-hmm. and that's what we use as collateral to pay back their federal reserve okay that's what I think
0: okay um, so we'll, we'll get into that yeah um, so the thought process is, is that um, the people mm-hmm. have to then you know keep working making money essentially to pay these taxes which are paid to the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. um, that because of the fact that the government becomes so indebted to the federal reserve that the these elite bankers essentially gain control of the government yeah. they gain leverage they gain, strangle they gain gain power yes. because they have this kind of stranglehold and because not all of the money behind elite banking is from the united states itself some of it is from mm-hmm. kind of foreign countries that there's actually also a foreign influence that begins to infiltrate the United States via this stranglehold, and that the the whole kind of power of the government becomes undermined. Yep. yep. So that's the uh, that's the the claim, the argument. Okay. The claim was that Kennedy wanted to return to the Constitution, which states that the government should um, coin and regulate money. Um, it's saying that Kennedy was trying to um, deal with the soaring national debt by stopping us having to pay interest to the bankers of the Federal Reserve, and um, and specifically what he did was, and you know, he talks about the 4.3 million dollars, but specifically what it is is he signed a bill changing the backing of one and two dollar bills from civil, silver to gold, and the thought was that this would add strength to what was a weakening U.S. currency.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's true that a small number of Kennedy bills, mm-hmm. Kennedy one and two dollar bills, yep. which were backed by the silver, by silver, yep. were issued, yep. and they were withdrawn shortly after Kennedy's death.
1: I have a couple of them, believe it or not. They didn't get oh, all huh? of them. Okay, yep. cool. Oh, no, I don't have them. Sorry. Okay. You lose them? Yeah, I lost them somehow. Okay. Anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> and then the last point here is that shit. Did I just say that? The order, order number one one or eleven thousand yep. one hundred and ten, which mm-hmm. is the order that he signed to do this, um, remains in effect till today. Although that's actually not true. It was stopped and it, it was um, it was rescinded. I think in nineteen eighty seven but that immediately successive administrations, beginning with that of President Lyndon Johnson, um, ignored that order and returned to the practice of producing money via the Fed and paying interest, et cetera, et cetera. That's what the claim is. And I'll, and I'll say before we go any further, I don't I don't actually agree with this claim entirely, or I, I think I probably disagree with it 80%. Um, but before we get to, my thoughts on it I wanted to just because I know this is something that you've kind of thought about so I want to turn it over to you you before we go further
1: I can be swayed Mm -hmm. Steve but you know from what again if you do enough research you know Richard Dolan Mm -hmm. is one of my heroes to be quite honest probably agree with with me on this Inherent evil will always find its way into anything. Mm -hmm. I believe that the Federal Reserve, regardless of what I am told, unless something comes up that you're gonna come up and rebuttal and just completely change my mind.
0: Okay, we'll we'll see.
1: You know, is gonna make me believe that the Federal Reserve Bank isn't a scam from the onset. Well, I will
0: say, like. you know, I have a rebuttal, but then I also okay. have a rebuttal to the rebuttal.
1: Oh, a rebuttal.
0: Yeah, so I have a rebuttal, like the, the whole argument that I just laid out mm-hmm. in terms of from Jim Mars, mm-hmm. I have a rebuttal to that. <pauseło> okay. But then I also have kind of a rebuttal to, to my rebuttal. Okay. So it's kind of, I'm probably confusing everybody. No, so arc- I just want to be clear about where this is going. Let's see
1: what but we ant- got, Steve. Let's see what we got.
0: Okay. So here's the one that, that maybe we'll throw you a little bit for a loop.
1: Okay.
0: And the argument is... <speaks> Okay, well, you say that the Federal Reserve banks are privately owned and that it's a private industry, etc. Are they? They are controlled by a publicly appointed board of governors. So you say that the Federal Reserve, they merely execute the monetary policies, policy choices made by the board. So remember what we said before, that there's actually any time that that committee votes, there are seven um, public officials voting. And five private officials or private presidents of, of these regional banks voting. So I don't buy that too much. But that is, you know, people will give that as an argument, saying, "Okay, well, the Fed isn't really private." Steve, who appoints them? The the seven. Um, yeah, who appoints them? The president.
1: The president of the United States. Yes. Okay, and 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 um, that that is, is is obviously taking into consideration that that the president of the United States is is not part of the scheme. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: you're 100%. That's why I don't really buy that argument argument so Go ahead. So a slightly more important argument is that no foreigners own any part of the Fed. Each Federal Reserve Bank is owned exclusively by the participating commercial banks and the um, saving and loans operating within the Federal Reserve's Reserve Banks District. Individuals and non-bank firms, so individual people or firms, whether they're foreign or domestic, are not permitted by law to own any shares of a Federal Reserve Bank. So essentially what we're saying is, is that when you talk about the Federal Reserve itself, it's essentially these kind of 12 regional banks I mean, it's, it's the, the, the group that governs it. And it's these 12 regional banks, which are, you know, they're, they're, they're American banks. These aren't, like, foreign banks. So there's no way for, like, a Swiss bank to essentially own a part of that. Or
1: have any influence on... See, see, I'm not
0: going to say that. My point. But <laughs> So this, I think, is the most important point. Okay. The most important point is this, that... And, and we already mentioned this before, so we're kind of rehashing it but um, the Federal Reserve rebates its net earnings to the Treasury every year. Consequently, the interest that the Treasury or the United States pays to the Federal Reserve is returned to the Treasury. When Jim Mars or other people say that, okay, well, like the Federal Reserve is making all this money off of interest Mm -hmm. in terms of... um, interest that it's, that it charges to the U S government. It's kind of missing the point because the way that it works is this, the federal reserve creates money. Okay. It loans it to the U S government at interest. Yep. The U S government pays that interest. The federal reserve makes money on account of the interest, you know, being paid by the U S government. But then, or, or, uh, back up. Okay, yep. Yeah.
1: Where is the interest actually actually paid by who? Who actually pays the interest?
0: So the U.S. government pays the interest through who? Well, they just pay it through the taxpayers. Well, it's not quite that simple, because the reason is this. So we'll we'll leave okay. that out for right now. Okay. So the U.S. government pays the interest mm-hmm. on the money that they borrowed. The that interest money serves to you know, helps to cause the Federal Reserve to turn a profit. But then that profit is then paid back to
1: the U.S. government. So why charge them interest? On a very basic level. I think... I mean, why not just give it to them interest-free? Because then the bottom line is you don't have to worry about giving any money back. mm -hmm. If you're turning around and saying, I'm making something out of nothing, why am I giving you interest on something I've made nothing with?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. You
1: know, and, 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 that, and
0: that's part of my rebuttal against the, uh, rebuttal. the rebuttal. It's not exactly what yeah. that, but that kind of comes into it. Yeah. But, but the point is, cause we're, again, we're trying to provide the best, you mm-hmm. know, we provided, you know, we, we described the argument against the fed. Now we're yep. trying to do right by the fed. Right. The fact of the matter is, is that when somebody says, okay, well, the fed is making all of this money because they are charging the U S government interest. The fact is, is that whatever money they make—not I shouldn't say whatever, because we'll get to that—but when they make the money off of that interest, like the government pays that money to the Fed, but then it comes back to the government via um, the fact that each at the end of each year, whatever money the Fed has made, it gets it gets, except for this subsidy, the, the not subsidy, the, the um, that six percent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what we mentioned way back at the beginning... Well, I mean,
1: why, why, why wouldn't... Again, the other question for me from a lay, a lay person's view is, okay, why give it back? They owe them money. They don't just owe them interest, Steve. They owe them money. So why give the interest back when you can put that towards what you owe? When you put it towards what you owe? Right. I'm sorry, what do you You mean? don't just borrow interest. If you're borrowing a million dollars and you're only paying back interest and then they give that interest back to you... That's money you never had that you should've paid anyway. Why wouldn't you take that interest and put it towards the loan amount, not just the interest?
0: So like when they pay the interest? right? Well, the government could do that.
1: Well, why don't they do that? Because
0: they don't have the money.
1: Well, they do have the money because it was just given to them.
0: Well, no, but that's the money they wanted to put into circulation. So let's say in year one, okay, Mm -hmm. the government pays the Federal Reserve for um, interest on loans that they've taken out, right? Okay. So they pay that, but then the Federal Reserve, because the government paid them that, the Federal Reserve makes a profit, it gives that money back to the government because that's the way the law works. If the, the Federal Reserve makes a profit, it has to give the money back to the government.
1: Well, it's all well and good, but I mean, from, from being the person I am and being moralistically and ethically sound... Mm-hmm. If I really wanted to make a difference in my own life and be able to be on the up and up, mm-hmm. and I can't afford to pay back the loan, and I can only afford to pay back the interest, mm-hmm. any other loan that I get in America, in America is going to say, oh, that's fine. You can pay the interest, but I'm still going to start. I'm still going to charge you interest on what you still owe.
0: Yeah, but any... I mean, the, just the important point is, is that any interest that we pay, mm-hmm. because... The Federal Reserve makes money essentially every single year. Yeah. And so, and they make a lot of money every year.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of like so, I mean, they'll never so, stop losing money because of the
0: system. So, but, so they make money essentially every year. And so because of that, any interest that the United States pays to the Federal Reserve comes back to the U.S. Treasury because of the fact that if the Treasury makes money, its profit that it makes in a particular year goes back into the treasury. So I know this goes completely counter to a lot of the videos that are online, well, but it's a fact, it's just the way that well, the that's Fed That's fine,
1: works. but I mean, I guess my rebuttal, my, my response to that is this. Mm-hmm. If you want to, re- to reduce the national debt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: don't take the fucking money. Just put it towards what you owe.
0: The reason why the government is in debt is not because the Fed is screwing it over, it's because the government has spent more money than it's collected in taxes. It's that simple.
1: Well, they, they've asked for more money.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying that it's right that they went into debt. I'm just saying yeah, I mean, that's I, why they're in debt. So why don't they pay the interest on these loans? Yeah, It's not because... It's, it's simply because they
1: don't have the money. Well, neither do we, mm-hmm. <laughs> is my point. Mm-hmm. So in order for them to continue to borrow money... Mm -hmm. We pay their interest for them. And the thing is, is why do we have to if they can?
0: Yeah, but any interest, but my point is, any interest that the government pays to the Federal Reserve comes back to the government. Any interest that the government pays to a foreign country, which is where the, you know, when I say foreign country, I mean like a foreign bank or whatever, you know, any foreign, that... Doesn't come back, you know, to the government, and only and and if you look at the national debt, only seven percent of the national debt is is owed to the Federal Reserve, like I think like thirty eight or thirty nine percent is is due is is owed to foreign um, interests, and so that is really well. These are the other places price. they
1: borrowed money from.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And what about Wall Street? What about the people? What about the banks that have gone under? And then, and then all of a sudden, the government says, "Oh, we will give you a bailout."
0: Yeah. Well, I have, I have. Believe me, I have some things. My my rebuttal to the rebuttal. I have some comments about things that I think are significant issues with the Fed. So this, when I'm saying that, like, the the money that the interest that we pay to the Fed comes back to the government. Yeah. That's just a fact. It, It's a big point just because there's so much out there, which is essentially arguing like, like when Jim Mars talks about it, he acts as though the government pays money to the Fed for interest, and then that money then essentially lines the pockets of private bankers. And that's just not the way it works.
1: I guess it really just depends on what your belief system is. Again, you go back to it, right? Yeah, that's what the law says. If everybody is law-abiding, Uh, The Federal Reserve Reserve banks um, have
0: only a small share of the total national debt, 7%. If you think about our total national debt, 7% is to the the Federal Reserve. 93% of debt is owed elsewhere. For that 93%, when we pay interest on that, it's just gone. Just gone. Because it's just interest. We don't get any of that back.
1: I guess for me it's the whole big picture thing Mm -hmm. because all I have in my mind is how do we get ourselves into this mess? Mm -hmm. If we weren't greedy and we weren't warmongers, Mm -hmm. right? And we weren't worried about taking over the world under a new world order.
0: So you mean like you're talking about the debt in general?
1: I'm talking about the debt in general, right? I mean the bottom line is what's the basis? What's the What's the ground level reason? I mean, the mm-hmm. ground level reason is because we are fucking responsible.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? We're irresponsible. We borrow money. We're, we know we're never going to be able to pay it back. The taxpayers have to pay to pay something we know never is going to be paid back. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have to do it, there'd be less taxes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for the, uh, for the regular American person, the blue-blood American person that's spending their time and energy busting their ass every day, mm-hmm. you're telling me that that's Okay. You're telling me that even regardless of the rules of money that's coming back, where does it go? It doesn't go in my pocket. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the government made the stupid bastard idiot re- re- decisions mm-hmm. that, that line their own friggin' pockets.
0: Because there's also a counter-argument against Jim Mars' kind of claim about what Kennedy was trying to do. And I think this is probably... And I actually... This is the part where I agree with the most in terms of the counter-argument. So remember that, that Jim Mars the person who wrote Crossfire, a book mm-hmm. I strongly recommend, um, claimed that Kennedy was kind of going against the Reserve, the Federal Reserve, uh, you know, trying to essentially undermine their ability to, to um, print currency and that that was one of the reasons why, or that that perhaps gave them reason to want to do away with okay. him. But in fact, the truth is, is, that's really kind of far from the truth actually. Essentially, this is what happened. In general, President Kennedy and the Federal Reserve were kind of, they kind of saw eye to eye mm-hmm. on a lot of things. Over the course of his presidency, he didn't really um, move against them so much or even have much tension with them. Maybe if he had stayed president, maybe that would have changed. He certainly evolved on a lot of other issues over time. Yeah. yeah. Um, prior to um, kind of the time of Kennedy, actually, most of the $1 and $2 bills that were issued weren't actually issued by the Federal Reserve. They were actually issued by the government. Yep. And they were backed by silver, I think, Mm -hmm. in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Yep. And the Federal Reserve only issued um, larger currency. Well,
1: wait a minute. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong here, but it it was backed by gold um, uh, when Nixon was in... uh, because Nixon uh, put out an executive order that said uh, that, you know, we have to protect the dollar against, you know, the, uh, I mean, oh God, I don't even remember, I even looked at it today. Mm-hmm. He signed an executive order that said that uh, that, that gold cannot be used... Or mm-hmm. you know against the dollar or okay. something like that, but anyway, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm all over the place. And yeah. Lines on this right now, but
0: yeah, that may be. I mean, the notes yeah. I have say that in, in these decades, generally it was um, silver yeah. that was behind these smaller currencies. Oh, I don't right. know about okay. the larger okay. but for like the one or the two dollar. Okay. Yep. Yep. So the Federal Reserve was essentially um, they would issue currency, the larger currency, yep. the five, the ten, twenty, yep. hundred, etc. But the um, government itself would Oftentimes, issue the um, smaller.
1: So, well, um, what was what, what the reason behind that? Then, I mean, I mean, if, you, if you're not going to go all the way, mm-hmm. why do it? What, what was what was the benefit for, for Kennedy? Just well, to do
0: that? That no, but that was what his point was. His yeah. point was, uh, I mean, this is a quote from Kennedy. He said, and I'll read this whole quote.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he said, "I urge a revision in our silver policy." To reflect the status of silver as a metal for which there is an expanding industrial demand, um, except for its use in coins, silver serves no useful monetary function. So Kennedy was essentially saying, like, I don't want silver behind. We don't, we don't want to use silver anymore. In, at my direction, or in 1961, at my direction, sales of silver were suspended by the Secretary of the Treasury. As further steps, I recommend repeal of those acts that oblige the Treasury to support the price of silver and repeal of the special 50% tax on transfers of interest in silver and I authorize the Federal Reserve System to issue notes in denominations of a dollar so as to make possible the gradual withdrawal of silver certificates from circulation and the use of the silver thus released for coinage purchase. Yeah, and that's
1: kind of what I was getting to way in the beginning, because it really wasn't his... He really didn't want to get rid of the Fed.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, the gist of it is, and I could go into more detail here, but what he wanted was he wanted the government to move away from producing Mm -hmm. the $1 and the $2 bills he wanted the Federal Reserve, to take over that. So why start it? So why did he do it? He didn't start it. What he did was this. It was really an issue about who was able to um, issue the $1 and $2 bills. The Treasury had this silver stock that they had, Mm -hmm. right? And, And the Federal Reserve was essentially not in the business of producing the $1 and $2 bills.
1: Let me ask you this, Steve. Mm -hmm. Who printed $1 and $2 bills before the Fed? Um, The Treasury. Okay. Did the Treasury during Kennedy's term normally print ones and twos? Yes. So the Federal Reserve did printed money all except for singles and $2 bills?
0: I don't think it was as simple as like Exclusively, but in general, they mostly just printed the larger, um, the larger bills, and okay. the Treasury did the one and two dollars.
1: Is there a reason for that? I mean, if they're going to give the Federal Reserve, I mean, if yeah, we, there is a reason for that. Why absolutely. don't we just print a billion single dollar bills and make our own billion?
0: The reason why the Federal Reserve was created was essentially to, you know, try to control inflation and all of that. So they wanted to be able to produce enough currency to be able to kind of impact inflation, the market, etc. But in the the as economic activity grew in the '50s, the public demand for low um, denomination currency grew, and so the amount of currency that was reflected in the lower um, currency kind of became a larger portion of the currency that was kind of mm-hmm. in the economy. And so um, this increased the Treasury's need to, you know, they were backing everything with silver up up until that point. And so they began having issues like, okay, there's so much currency out there. You know, are we going to be able to have enough silver on hand to back it? And then also, just in general, nobody, neither Kennedy nor the Federal Reserve or probably the government at the time wanted so much currency being produced out of the treasury and so that's why they Kennedy and, and these other people wanted to move it to the So the
1: bigger denominations the of money were backed by gold.
0: I don't think they were. At Here's
1: that point. why. Because I remember what I what I mm-hmm. saw now. It turns out that France decided during uh, Nixon's terms mm-hmm. that they wanted to get their gold back. Mm-hmm. And Nixon said, "Sorry, Mm-hmm. So there's there's something there, whatever that means. But
0: yeah, I mean, I think we're getting bogged down. This yeah. is where it gets really tricky because we're not economists. But, oh, without
1: a doubt, without a doubt.
0: But the gist of it is, is that um, Kennedy's intention was not to yeah oh, do yeah, away with the Fed. Yeah, I agree. With that. Do away with them. Yeah. The whole point was to ease the process for yep. the removal of small denomination yeah, um, from notes coming from the Treasury, yeah. move it to the Federal Reserve. And so what that makes me think is that at, at a very high level, mm-hmm. the, the argument that, oh, Kennedy was going against the Federal Reserve and so that made them want to kill him, out of all of the things that we've looked at so far, that yeah. seems to be the one that holds the least yeah.
1: water. Oh, without a doubt, 100%. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. I, I don't see anything in here that would leave, even lead me to believe... Any of that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and, and I and I knew, I knew that going in. As, as I, so, when we talked about it, my whole thought process from the beginning, like I know the Federal Reserve for me anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, unless somebody makes a real big stance and says, "Look, I don't care what the Fed says. They're mm-hmm. they're they're not a government. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do if we don't pay them?" Mm-hmm. Look, sorry. How many people have we bailed out as the United States? How many companies and banks, mm-hmm. corporations? because they screwed up and didn't run their business right, have they just given money? Look, I own two. Are they going to give me money? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I, if I go, hey, I made a couple of mistakes. Can you just take money and give it to me and bail me out? Uh-huh. i got to go bankrupt. Why not play the system if the system is rigged? Why not play the system? If you are in a business and you're, you put up millions of your own money into a business and that business isn't working, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue to be moralistic? Right? And say, well, I just want to continue to pay back my money and I'll never make money again because this particular business I had wasn't mm-hmm. a great idea. Mm-hmm. But maybe this one will be. So let's just screw my whole life right here, mm-hmm. continue to pay back until I'm dead, mm-hmm. or go bankrupt. I wonder if um, I wonder if Mr. Mars would, would want to Skype with us. He's and, dead. Oh, he is. It's right. Oh, my God. He can't.
0: He probably can't. No,
1: not anymore. Darn. Um, That's too bad, but but maybe I can find some. But I mean, he's got to have somebody that has said something. I mean, about this him is a real, the same questions. I mean, this online, is a so.
0: real smart guy. Yeah. But the problem is when you start getting into like economic theory, I think it gets tricky. I mean, nobody can yeah. be an expert on everything. No, so I think nobody, he just made some mistakes. I'm not yeah. blaming him. Yeah. Um, he also claimed that Kennedy had signed a bill um, that had changed the backing of small. This is the same bill that he's saying that the executive order that Kennedy signed changed the backing of small denomination currency from silver to gold to add, to quote, add strength to the weekend U.S. currency. And this is just not true. The U.S. currency had not been on the gold standard since 1934, and um, silver certificates had never been redeemable in anything but silver. Also, the U.S. currency was not weak during currency's um, presidency. Um, there had not been any significant inflation since the late 40s, and um, the exchange rate value of the dollar was fixed according to the Bretton Woods Agreement. And so that doesn't seem necessarily true. I mean, I know we're kind of just... I, I feel yeah, bad. Yeah, and, again, and again, again, I
1: think it's kind of a broad stroke. Yeah. You know, we're, we're painting here.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I think, you know... You know, again, I was going to bring up the whole thing, though. Then why did France want, you know, their gold back?
0: Yeah, we'll have to dig into that. I don't know. what Yeah, that's...
1: and there's something there, but again, that something there really doesn't yeah. have a lot to do.
0: I know we're kind of going, With, we're kind of going far afield yeah. from the JFK assassination. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, like,
1: and it's only because when you have a critically thinking mind,
0: you start digging. You
1: start digging, no matter right. what you do. So I mean, I think that regardless of whether you know, I mean, I think we both can agree that it's a very valid thing mm-hmm. that we should talk about. In, this, in in the kind of the, the spectrum of what we're talking about right now with JFK and, and who was trying to hate him and who might have killed him, you know, maybe not so much. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I kind of get it.
0: I mean, the only thing I would say is that, I mean, everything we've talked about in the last hour or so seems to point against the Federal Reserve going against, yeah. you know, trying to kill Kennedy. But, uh, and I think that in general is true. Yeah. The only thing I will say is that I don't think you can completely absolve them, or I shouldn't say absolve, you can't completely say with full assurance that, that nobody, none of the elite bankers um, were involved because even, if, even though Kennedy perhaps got along with the Federal Reserve pretty well, um, it doesn't mean that the banking elite weren't wary of Kennedy moving forward because he had signaled near the end of his presidency he had signaled that he was interested in heading in in a more populist direction economically. Remember, he wanted to go into the heartland of America, learn more about kind of poor working people. And so they might've seen the writing on the wall and seen that, okay, well, maybe he agrees with kind of our, our money making or our money producing currency, producing policies. But I mean, there's not a big difference between the banking elite and just the, the rich elite. I mean, they're kind of the same people. So they might not have liked yeah. what he was saying, and they might have gone against him for other reasons. So I don't think we can let them off the hook entirely. I
1: don't, I don't believe so either. There's two points. One is, you know, the elite are the elite. There are certain people yeah. that are in charge, and these people, the J.P. Morgans, you know, the, the Prescott Bushes, and, and all of these folks, and the people that associate with them are part of these, what I'm going to call cartels or cabals, right? hmm and you're right. How can you discount that? How can you say that it's not the case? You know, they may have had an interest, whether they were directly involved. Yeah. I think the chances of that are slim. But did they benefit? Mm-mm. Yeah. Did they probably have a say? Probably.
0: Well, we talked about why big oil might be involved and yeah. what motivations they have. But if you're rich enough in big oil, yeah. you have connections with big banking.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. You yeah.
0: Know? So, sure. So I don't think that... I don't think that they're completely off the. No, yet.
1: yeah, money begets money, and, and the rich keep getting richer, and the poor keep getting poorer, and there's a reason for that.
0: <laughs> so we've we've given the rebuttal yeah. against the yeah. the theory that the yeah. Federal Reserve is a scam. And when we come back, we're going to give the rebuttal to the rebuttal. The rebuttal,
1: rebuttal, and we will we will say again, just like anything else, to, at the at the end of every single um, you know video that we do, you know, we will have a link for Patreon underneath. You know, below please feel free if you'd like to donate we can guarantee you that every single cent not you know one cent of the dollar like some folks would do on their foundations that they put together and and have you know $700,000 for a speech that they normally get $200,000 for but the bottom line is that's my speaking (laughs) but the bottom line is if you want we will pledge to give you every single receipt for every inch of everything we buy because guess what Every cent of money we get will go towards making our videos better Mm -hmm. or helping us do our research. None of it will be used to buy our Hendrix (laughs) or our (laughs) beer, okay? So if you want to- Which is
0: our second largest. And you uh, know what?
1: Hold us to it, right? Yeah. We will save every single receipt and any single person that wants to see any cent of money that we get from either Patreon or PayPal or whatever, however we set it up down there, you ask for it. And we will send it. Though if you want to send us a bottle of Hendrix, that's okay. too. Oh yeah, that would be nice too. That would be nice too. But please pat it well because you know that stuff's like liquid gold. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I know. Like the first time I ever had
0: Hendrix, Bill, we were at a we were at a bar, yeah. and Bill was like, "You got to try so this." So good. He had this this Hendrix in his hand, and it was a crowded bar. Mm. And I bumped accidentally. I was talking to somebody else. I bumped into Bill, and he spilled it. I felt. I still feel guilty about that.
1: Yeah, man, that was like that was like that was like spilling my life over onto the t- onto the top of the bar. I was know. horrible.
0: Well, no, you spilled it on the on the carpet. Well, that too. Splashed.
1: Yeah, it was horrible.
0: It was. I still was feel. Horrible. I still feel guilty. It was horrible. Not but, but, that guilty. I got
1: over it. I got over it. I mean, you know, I you know, I got over it. You know.
0: All right. We'll, we'll be back with the rebuttal to the rebuttal.
1: The rebuttal to the rebuttal. Oh.